0: Hi, it's Jeanette here. If you're enjoying Brave, Bold, Brilliant, I'd love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends and leave a five-star review. Let's do it. Here's the show. Hi there, everyone. Jeanette here. So what I'm going to talk about today in this episode is what are the things you need to consider when you're raising finance for your business in order to fund your growth? Now, there's a lot to consider, but before you even get into the practicalities of all of that, Really, what are the reasons why you might need finance? So let's go through those first. And then what I'm going to take you through after that are the considerations and things that you need to bear in mind before you actually start, because this is going to help you have the clarity that you're going to be looking for, but also to make the right decisions. So, Why do you need finance for your business? Well, essentially, there's a number of reasons, but it could be around starting up a business or maybe starting up a new initiative within your current business. So startup costs, you know, even if you have a very small business, there will always be some initial outlay in order for you to get going. So, you know, that could be a simple, you know, website, for example. It might be that you need, to hire premises or office space. It might be that you're going to hire you know, an assistant to help you with some of the admin. So whatever the startup costs are, you know, you're likely to have some. So you're going to need some form of finance in order to get going. Then once you are up and running, the running costs of the business um, require funding. So again, you know, you may be able to finance that out of your sort of a retained earnings, if you like, any profit that you've made from previous years. Um, but if you're not in that position, you might need to raise some finance to help you with your running costs. You know, those running costs could be, you know, the salaries of your team, it could be paying the electricity and the gas bill, it could be paying your suppliers that you, that you actually have and you need to engage with. So running costs. Third category of why you might need finance could be recruitment. So you might be in growth mode. And I talk a lot about stepping up and making sure that we don't play small and we really go for it. So if you are looking to scale up your business or your team, it might be that you need to make some more senior hires or to bring in some specific expertise in a certain function, you know, whether that's marketing expertise, whether it's technical expertise, whatever, You might be looking to actually boost the strength of your leadership team by bringing in some more experienced, knowledgeable business people into your organization. So you might need to raise finance in order to recruit those senior roles. And or it just might be that you're in expansion mode and they're not senior roles. They're just actually people that you need to run the day to day operations. So recruitment can often be one of the reasons why you need to raise finance as well. Next point, let's talk about marketing. So marketing really is the way that you are going to make sure you get your message out there, attract the right people to you, shout about all the great products and services that you offer for people. Because otherwise, if you don't have marketing, you're the best kept secret in the world. And that's not going to help you. Quite frankly, make the sales, bring cash into the till, and grow your business. So, if you are actually running a marketing campaign, it could be for the small for the first time. If you're a small business, you might never have done a lot of marketing, and you're trying to be more active in that space. But you need a little bit of funding to do that. If you're a bigger business, it could be that you're actually going to go for a more significant marketing campaign. It could be press, it could be you know online, etc. Whole coordinator, marketing plan, in which case you might need finance for that. The next category is expansion. So if you have an existing business that's got to a certain level, but you want to really expand from there, then you you might be going into a new region. You might be going into a new market, completely a new country. So if you're based in the UK and now you want to take your business to become a European business, that expansion cost... Um, it could actually be quite significant. So, to actually expand either your product, your offering geographically, whatever it might be, often requires finance. And then the final category that I'm going to identify in order where you need finance is for mergers and acquisitions. So, you know, you might actually want to buy a competitor. Now, depending on the size of your business, that could be a very high ticket price or it might be a lower ticket price. But nonetheless, there's the actual cost of an acquisition itself. But there's also the costs of what you need to do in terms of the due diligence and having the right team and resources with you in order to complete the acquisition. And then once you have actually acquired a business, what are you going to do with it afterwards? Post deal integration is so important. It's often neglected and that can actually have costs associated with it as well. So there are lots and lots of reasons why you might need finance for your business. So, I hope that's given you just a few examples to highlight why you might need the cash. Now, I'm now gonna take you through what are the things that you need to consider when you are raising finance for your business. Now, again, some of this might be quite obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway, because often it's the obvious things that we miss. So the first thing for you to consider is start with the end in mind. Now, it's so important this because if you know where you're heading with your business, you will then do things very, very differently. You start with the end in mind and you work backwards. So for example, example, if ultimately you want to exit your business and sell your business, the things that you will do today will look very different than if you were intending on just keeping the business, having it as a nice lifestyle business that generates cash for yourself and your family. It's a totally different position and will require different actions, different levels of investment. So start with the end in mind. Um, Now, be clear on what you want the money for. Now, I've just covered some examples of why you might need cash and you might need to raise finance. But so often I see businesses that go out there doing a fundraising round and they're not really fully sure on what they're going to do with the cash. Now, the reality is when you raise finance, it comes at a price. It is not free money. So, you know, whether that is an interest rate that you're going to pay, you know, if it was like a bank loan or something like that, or whether you're bringing maybe a joint venture partner into the business, you might be giving away equity. It comes at a price. So be absolutely clear on what you're going to do with the money once you've got it and why you need it. Because you might go and raise too much and then you might be funding the debt or you might not raise enough because you have underestimated Uh, the amount of capital that you need in order to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So the details of what you need the money for, absolutely important. Now, the third point, be clear on what the expected returns are and how it's going to impact your business. So it's all well and good raising finance. That's fantastic. But actually, once you actually bring that into the business and you apply it to whatever strategy you're going to use the finance for. What returns are you expecting? How is it going to help your market share? What's it going to do to your top line growth? What's it going to do to your client base and the customers that you're bringing into the organization? How is it going to affect your profitability? All of these things, you've got to have a clear expectation of the returns that you are aiming for when you raise finance for your business. Now, the next point, point number four, how long do you need the finance for? So, again, you might just need some short-term financing just to help get you through maybe some cash flow challenges, in which case it could be that just um, an extension of your overdraft facility might be perfectly sufficient, or it might be that you're putting in a whole new, I don't know, IT replacement um, system that's going to take two years and a significant amount of capital expenditure. Or it could be that you're going to buy a business, in which case that could be quite a protracted period of time that you need the cash for. So what period do you need it for? Now, the next point, are you prepared to give away equity in your business in order to raise the finance? So, again, there is multiple ways and different types of finance you can raise, and I will cover that in another episode and in another another post. However, you know, be clear on this, because, again, one of the pitfalls that I see with business owners is that they give away too much equity too soon. So and once you've done that, it's very hard to kind of claw it back. Equally, an investor that's coming into your business, they are going to want to have skin in the game. So, you know, what level is right for you? Also linked to that is what's the level of control that you want to retain? Because your equity share is not always the same as the voting rights that you might have. So you need to consider all of this before you even start going on a fundraising round so as you can see, it's quite a lot of detail here. I'm trying to avoid covering the technical sides, but these are just the things to think about and get clear on before you start. Then next, look at the different options available to you because there will be more than one. Uh, as I say, part of this will link to what you're trying to use the money for. Also, what the time frame you're looking at. And as I say, there are short term finance options, there are longer term finance options. Um, so, you know, really consider the different options available to you and what the relevant costs of that finance are for those different options. It allows you to then weigh it up and see what's going to be the best for you. Now, if you are bringing an investor into your business, yes, they will bring finance and normally for very often, not always, but normally for some form of equity exchange uh, with some agreed terms. But an investor brings so much more than just finance. Um, An investor, when you bring someone into your business in particular as a joint venture partner or with a share of equity, um, think about the other qualities you're looking for in an investor. So it could be a particular um, experience or knowledge in a sector that you're looking for. It could be that you're looking for, that, for them to bring their you know, black book of contacts that allows you to therefore benefit from that. It could be that you want someone who's able to support you with your growth, almost acts as a mentor to yourself as a, as a business owner, so what is it you're looking for from an investor over and above just the money? Uh, and as I say, very often people focus on the cash, but they don't pay consideration to those other aspects. Because once you get into bed with someone, you know, it's a, <laughs> you're there, aren't you? So it's a little bit around planning for <laughs> planning for the divorce before you have the marriage. But be clear on the qualities. Just as you would select a life partner, what are the qualities you want from a business partner? Okay, now, The next point is about what changes might you need to make to your team. So when you raise finance and you're scaling up, that might require a different organization structure. It also might mean that, you know, by bringing finance in, that should be allowing you to pursue certain opportunities for growth that maybe you didn't have before. So bringing the team with you, making sure you've got the right skills on the team, the right knowledge, experience, or it might be that you need to skill up your existing team and resource as opposed to bringing other people in. But there will be an impact on your team when you raise finance for growth. So do consider that. The final point is, you know, do you need to make any structural changes to your business? So considering what you're aiming to do, do you need to make some adjustments to the legal entity structure? For example, um, because all of this can actually play out depending on what the plan is for the finance you're raising. So, as you can see, there's quite a lot involved in this. Um, I've tried to keep it simple just to give you some highlights. Um, so, again, you know, first of all, be clear on the reasons for the finance in the first place. Always know your numbers and have given those serious considerations that I've just taken you through now so that you avoid some of the pitfalls that I see with businesses that I work with. Um, And I really try very hard to support the business leaders Uh, that I advise and mentor in order to make sure that they keep themselves safe, they raise finance in the right way, they're absolutely clear on what they're going to achieve by raising that finance and they are all over their numbers and the subsequent implications of it. So I hope that's helpful. Um, I look forward to sharing more posts with you, more episodes on the financial aspects of running a business and what's required. So whatever you're doing for the rest of the day. I hope you have a fabulous day wherever you are in the world. And just remember, it's by being brave and bold that you unlock your brilliant. Take care and I will see you all very soon. Bye now. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.